Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build your network. Episode 47. Hey, this is Annette Rayner from Wealth Generators. And if you want to generate wealth in your relationships, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chapel. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first... If you're listening to this, then there's a good chance that you're serious about building your network. If that's you, and only if you're serious, you should definitely check out my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta. If you want more personal engagement, proven connection strategies and tactics, and some awesome giveaways like shopping sprees, beats, headphones, et cetera, et cetera, then head on over to byn.media forward slash FB to join the group, or you can search Facebook groups for Build Your Network Beta and join there. And once you do, please be sure to introduce yourself and say what's up, and I will catch you there. 
And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Annette Rayner. Annette has a 20-year information technology background that afforded her introduction into a proprietary software platform that monitors over 1,800 stock data points of every publicly traded company. So impressed with the power of this technology, she sold her IT company in January 2005 and co-founded Wealth Engineering LLC to bring the power of this analysis to the individual investor. Annette was an investment advisory representative for Safe Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. After financial meltdown of 2008, suffering significant losses in both securities and real estate portfolios, a series of interactions took place that led her to establish wealth generators with Ryan Smith, Chad Miller, and Mario Romano. Annette is passionate about wealth generators' commitment to individual investor education, integration of software analysis to all investment strategies, and transparent management practices. Annette brings 20 years of IT and programming development to the management team, along with an extensive sales management training and performance-driven background to the firm. As a registered financial representative, she identifies areas of education the individual requires to effectively manage their personal finance objectives. Annette is an avid options stock and real estate investor since 1989. Annette, thank you so much for coming on the show today. That's a mouthful of an introduction because you've done so much. I'm really excited to have you on. Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro just a little bit and then tell us more about yourself. Sure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the invitation and I am grateful to be here with you today. I started my career back in 1983 with Xerox Corporation in Emerging Technologies. And being a female in the technology field back in 1983 was truly a rare situation <laughs> where programming was really new and it was definitely an all-male field. Mm -hmm. However, I was afforded this awesome opportunity to work with the Palo Alto Research Center of Xerox in Palo Alto to help the scientists there bring the technologies that they were creating to the sales force. There seemed to be a mismatch at the time mm -hmm. between all of these wonderful things that were being created and how do people actually apply them? Mm -hmm. Where is the practical use? and the productivity associated with the technology. And this, of course, is before the proliferation of personal computers, years, decades before the smartphone. Mm. So that experience was just invaluable to me, especially being early in my career. And applying technology and assisting large companies, I supported Fortune 50 companies in solving their largest technology problems, including American Express and Johnson & Johnson, amongst others. Wow. And what I found is that the adoption of technology was very difficult for most people. And even more important was the adoption of technology in the financial sector was practically non-existent. Mm -hmm. They were still running papers <laughs> across the stock trading floor yeah. well into the 90s. And so when I was asked by a friend to take a look at this analysis software for the financial sector, I really saw that this is where the future is. Applying the power of technology to the financial sector to support the common individual is something that is totally overlooked. Most people would only participate in the world capital markets if they were wealthy or if they had a contact and they were led into a very elite group. But the common individual was left with trial and error. And I myself went through 
years of trial and error. And the funny thing is, is that all of the successes, and I was blessed to have many in my real estate career, my early trading, I would be making more money in those opportunities than I did in my IT consulting firm. Hmm. And so it became clear to me that that's where I wanted to be. But then, of course, 2007 for real estate and 2008 for the financial markets hit. And I could honestly say that you really get your education when everything goes wrong. There's very little to be learned <laughs> when everything goes right. And that was pretty much what ultimately it was the incredible success early on, followed by the very swift and devastating losses that led me to really see nobody should have to go through this. Nobody should have to spend years and years, especially if you're in my age group. I'm not ashamed to say I'm 53 years old, but people my age have lived through three market corrections. And the first one, you know, we could recover. We were young enough. But when you come to 2008, we were not in a position, many of us, to recover. Mm. We felt that we had less time. We were not as marketable. People who lost their jobs were not getting hired. And so we, of all of the generations, have probably been hit the hardest since the generation of the Great Depression. So that is just a little bit of what was you know, a very exciting and long career, both with great success and great loss that ultimately led me to what I'm really passionate about. And that's making sure that everyone does not have to go through the trial and error period. Why not reach back and tell everyone what you've learned, what the information is, where the successes are, what you have to do so that they can compress that cycle for themselves. And that was what led to the creation of Wealth Generators which yeah. is where between me and death, it's wealth generators. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Devastating would definitely be a word I think most people would use to describe what happened back in a 2007, 2008 timeframe. But I'm sure that is probably even more so for someone like yourself that was really most all of your income and investments, not, you know, most people just lost the investment part, but you lost your income and your investments. Everything's going back down to zero within a year, year and a half, two years, what that had taken you 20 years to build. Can you take us back to that emotional state, mental state? What were you thinking at the time and how were you able to bounce back and ultimately find your passion and, and start Wealth Generators? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you 
that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. You know, honestly, I wouldn't use the word bounce back. And to be completely honest, there were days I didn't want to leave my closet, let alone my bedroom. I mean, especially if I'm a hard worker, I'm usually the first there, the last to leave in all of my career. Mm -hmm. And it was just very shocking to me because I was one of those people who believed that if you do the right thing and you work very hard, success will be there. And for the first part of my career, that's exactly what took place. And then I was shown what could happen when things go wrong. And these are things entirely beyond your control. It takes you don't even realize you're not willing to accept that they're beyond your control. You're still trying to to outrun this landslide until you realize. I mean, even even professionals, both lawyers and accountants are saying, you know, you have to pull the plug on this. This has nothing to do with you. Stop taking it personal. But if you've lived your whole life with a certain acumen, you're just not ready to give in to this kind of failure. And I consider myself, and this is probably going to be shocking to most people, I consider myself extremely blessed. I will tell you that that hell, and it was hell, had it not happened, I learned very little. And Wealth Generators is never created. Mm. And to me, that would be the greatest tragedy. So now, all these years later, I fully understand why I had to go through what I had to go through. And I consider myself lucky because I made it through being, I live in New Jersey, I live in Monmouth County, and it's a heavy concentration of financial sector professionals. And in my own town, there were four suicides as a result of the 2008 financial crisis. So it becomes very personal where, and here again, not that I want to um, sit on gender because I don't. But there is something to be said. It's very difficult for the breadwinner, especially if they're male, to adjust to that type of loss and not being able to provide for the family and how they can adjust from that. I think it was easier in my case because it was always an uphill battle in general Mm. where I took the attitude that said, I'm not going to beat myself up over this because the aggressive actions I took in the first place made me wealthy. Those are the same decisions that made me poor, you know, or made me lose the original successes that I had created. But in that whole process were some really great things that I learned. And it's not that I wish that other people get the benefit to learn that about themselves. But in my case, I know for a fact I'm the same person whether I have money or don't. Some people are not. They're very different. Mm. And I believe that the important things in life are really not associated with the actual money. It's a resource, absolutely. Mm. 
but it's the satisfaction and the application of the resource to things that create a better environment for people that is really more important, whether it's giving back to your family, your community, and really being a participant in not only recreation, but also just stability of where you live in your family ties. Those are really the important things. And being financially stable enables that. Yeah, of course. Of course. When you look back at that, was there like one just experience or aha moment of, or whatever you want to call it that made you push forward and move on to the next thing? Or was it just letting time work its magic and letting that go eventually was just like this really long process? Was it one point or was it just a long process of, of letting it go and moving on to the next thing? There was actually one specific moment and this still was a long haul, but there was one specific moment where I was in the closet, like I said earlier, and typically every day you have the why me? Why is this happening to me? Right. I've worked so hard, I don't understand. And for whatever reason, on this particular morning in my closet, I just looked up and said, what is it that I am supposed to see here? Because I cannot imagine being brought to this place without a reason. And it was when... In my opinion, I prayed a different prayer. People can call it what they will. But for me, I asked the right question. What are you showing me? Hmm. And once I made that statement, everything started to change. Not immediately and not overnight, Mm -hmm. but phone calls and opportunities and people to take a look at this concept of focusing on the individual investor, bringing information out contacts that I had from the past coming back into my life. And slowly over a period of 18 months, wealth generators came to life. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be another 18 months after that until I was willing to see all of the connections. You're not aware of those connections when they're happening. And that, but I am a reflective person looking back on that time and being grateful that I made it through. So I was afforded the opportunity to look back and see how all those connections came to be and and be thankful and revel in the awe of what happened once I changed. Yeah, that's it, so important. What you just said, I think, is is the best advice that I would ever give to somebody going through something like that. And, and I went through something similar and I've no, nowhere near the scale that you're talking about Annette, but that was exactly what I think brought me out of it was changing myself first. And then uh, like the law of attraction says, you're going to attract what you think and, and thoughts are things and they'll attract more of the same. So exactly what you just said. If you're listening, you only don't take anything else from this conversation. Take that one thing because most of the time, if you can just get into some personal development and you change yourself, your thought process, the way that you look at the world, then things will start changing for you. Annette, can you kind of walk us through exactly for somebody listening out there that's maybe in that situation where they've never really stepped into the financial markets, but they know they should be doing that. What is wealth generators? What does it do? How does it help the average person? The best way to describe wealth generators is a financial fitness company. We spend a lot of time on weight loss programs and beauty products, and but we spend very little time trying, even regular education does not cover what you need to know 
when it comes to the longest standing relationship you have in your life, and that's your relationship to money. It begins as early as you can remember and is with you until the last day you're here. And it's the most overlooked and it is the most emotional relationship that we have. And so Wealth Generators has a concept to find, grow, and keep, which means that no matter what financial condition you're in, whether you're a wealthy person and you've been very blessed, or you're someone who's facing the thought of bankruptcy, Wealth Generators is a program that helps you assess and begin to pick up the pieces and take what little money is there and put it to work in a very powerful fashion. Just as an example, the find portion includes both electronic product as well as education. And by using apps and technology, we can help people quickly do things that otherwise would take a lot of time. And we know most people lack time. So using a product called Deductor, we're able to have you take a look at what your real financial situation is and what your real spending is. Most people say they know exactly where their money's going. But having done this exercise with many thousands of people at this point, most people are very surprised where the majority of their money is going each month. And by using this tool, once you're done, you get to see a pie chart immediately that shows where your largest expenditures are. Most people find that they're spending much more on you know, food and coffee than they ever thought they were spending. And it's in this snapshot that people can start to make change and say, no, I'm not willing to spend $400 a month on coffee and lunch. I have to adjust that. And even if I can adjust it by $100, that gives me $100 to apply in another way. Yeah. Most people have multiple credit cards, you know, credit card debt, and they just try to spread out whatever money they have to make the minimum payments and and then if they have a little bit more, they spread it evenly. Hmm. You know, by going through our education course with Rush Jardine, one of our market experts, he's called America's Money Mentor, he shows you that that's not the way to pay down these cards. Make the minimum payments to all of them, but put the larger amount down on one balance. We want to get rid of that balance, and then we want to go attack the next one in the very same fashion. In this way, you'll actually begin to decrease the amount you're spending in interest, which is killing you and keeping you from getting ahead. And it'll slowly start to eliminate this multiple accounts of debt that you have. Hmm. So the first is the, the assessment of how are you spending your money? Where do you have debt? And how can you allocate the funds that you have better? And then the grow portion of it is the financial markets and, and participating in investments that meet your own risk tolerance mm. and that you know what you're investing in. And this is often overlooked because most people blindly put their money in mutual funds. And, you know, my story is no different than anyone else's. When I worked for Xerox, there was a 401k. I was told, put your money in 401k, match whatever the company's going to do religiously, which I did. And they gave me a prospectus of like five different things, pick a box. Nobody knew anything about one investment from another. They couldn't give you any information. Exactly. You know, I, I just picked the thing that was called the 12% guaranteed fund. You would not make more than 12%. That was the caveat. But you would at least make 12%. Huh. Turns out in the fine print, it had the ability to lose money and it lost half its value. Turns out, as part of a class action suit, we recovered a very small portion, pennies on the dollar of what was lost. But it was that first experience hmm. where I relied on others 
for something that I should have paid attention to. That's my money. I worked hard for it. I was listening to the suggestions of everyone else. When they said pick a box, I picked the box that I thought was most conservative. And I didn't read the fine print. And that's on me. At the end of the day, that's on me. And that's the type of thing that you want someone else to avoid. Yes, yes, exactly. I've been reading through Unshakable by Tony yeah. Robbins recently. Mm-hmm. It's incredible to me to see just how many people, are, they're just doing what they're supposed to do. Like that's kind of the frustrating part is that you do what you're supposed to do. You go get a job and then you get your 401k and you plan for retirement and you save and you put money in there and you save and you put money and you put money and you put money. And then when you're done, you're supposed to have this nest egg that you can move on to the next thing with or retire off of or whatever, cash it out, buy your house that you, you, whatever you need. So many people are just doing what they're supposed to do. But the result that they're expecting that they were told was going to happen isn't happening. So that, that's what really, really intrigues me about the uh, grow portion of, of your guys' business. Can you talk a little bit more about a couple of ways how you guys help people grow their money? Sure. It's very funny that you should mention Unshakable because having gone through what I went through and being as passionate as I am about wealth generators and what we're trying to accomplish, it's very similar to the message that's being released in Unshakable where we're we're kind of exposing what the problems are with the financial sector mm-hmm. and how the objectives of the professionals are not aligned to the investors. Mm. It's one of the reasons why I don't practice as an investment advisor anymore. My license is still there. It'll probably expire this year, and I'm going to let it because I truly believe that you're not in a position to do the right thing by the client. There's very few people who can really be in a position to do what you're supposed to because of the regulation. If I think the market's going down, I'm prevented from taking short positions, especially in certain client accounts, including retirement funds. Hmm. I feel bad for mutual fund managers. If they know the market's going down, they're prevented from selling large positions that they hold without disclosing and liquidating over a period of time. These are all regulations that are counterproductive to the health of the individual's financial objectives, which is why it is so important for people to identify what their own risk tolerance is and to manage their money and invest their money according to that. Mm. So the idea with wealth generators is we have a variety of grow products. If you have very limited capital to start with and you want to learn Forex, which is the currencies market, it's a great place to start because you can get started with a very small amount of money. It's a risky marketplace, but the gains are large. And if you're working with just that small amount of money and you're diligent, you learn and you follow the direction, then you're able to maybe take $100 into $500. Hmm. Once you do that, you can take that $500 and now the world of investing opens up a little bit more because you have some more capital. And we have programs for all of that, especially for people who have large 401ks or large self-directed retirement funds. We believe even if you just are just sitting in mutual funds, we have something called Portfolio Builder. We'll show you how to build your own portfolio using ETFs. A lot of the exchange-traded funds are commission-free so that you can put together your own investment portfolio using ETFs, eliminate all of the fees, and you've done this for yourself with the knowledge that you need to properly approach this vast world of all of these different investments. 
So we have products and we have semi-automated and automated products where we bring the power of technology and automation to the individual so that if they want to physically turn on automation for themselves, they can, which will basically attach to their accounts and automate some of the trading for them. Awesome. So you have stocks and you have Forex and then you're currently trying to work on rolling out a new product. Are you allowed to talk about that yet? Can I ask you a couple questions about that? There's a couple of new products and some I'm not because I can't talk about it until okay. we file proper AK filing because one of the most significant things we did this year in a very unique fashion is we allowed ourselves to be acquired by a public company. So we are now publicly traded as of April 1st. It's a very unique approach that we took hmm. and we did it for a very specific reason. Typically what happens is you're a private company and you start to grow and we've been blessed at Wealth Generators. We've had year over year revenue growth. We've not crossed over into profitability yet, but we're very close. Mm -hmm. But the revenue growth was extraordinary. What happens is the financial sector and the IPO type firms start to look at you and say, hey, let's get you ready for an initial public offering. Mm -hmm. And they'll work with you over three years and they'll set a share price for the IPO and the investment bankers will make a fortune and typically the owners make a fortune. We didn't want to do that. We didn't want to go that route. And that's because we believe Wealth Generators is built on the power of our network. And there was a public company that we had all worked for in the past, either as a consultant or senior management team, and it was facing going out of business. So before that happened, we structured a deal where we were acquired by them and we took over the board and the management, huh. which enabled us to be publicly traded without any fanfare without any investment bankers, but it gives us now shares where we can exchange ownership to acquire things. And that by selling off equity of the company, yes, the owners who created the company will naturally be giving up ownership, mm -hmm. but we're okay if we're bringing in powerful alliances, technologies and products that's going to increase what we deliver to the individual. Even more important is it allows individuals who are with us, who use our product, who are located all over the world, if they want to take the journey with us. They don't have to try to get into an IPO. They don't have to try to break into the, oh, can you get me a piece of that? Or who do you know? Or how can I get some? We're there now for anyone who wants to participate and they believe in what we're trying to do. They can pick up our shares. We're trading at you know pennies now. We're, we're a really small company right now. But as we grow, those who choose and, and who believe in what we're doing will be able to take this journey with us. And that was very important because it tells the financial sector, we're not buying into your model anymore. Awesome. Awesome. I love that story. And Annette, I honestly could talk to you about the financial markets because since I've been reading through this book and, and I do a lot of different like real estate investing, it's something that I could talk about for a really long time. But I know that you are super busy and I want to respect your time. So let's go ahead and move on, talk a little bit about more what the podcast is about for the last few minutes that we got together, which is growing your inner circle, building your network, which I know you are an expert at, and you have been able to bring around some really awesome people 
people into your inner circle in the last couple of years and really helping you push forward wealth generators with the way you structured the entire business. Let me ask you this one question because I'm really interested to hear your take on this because you have a lot of knowledge, but you know a lot of people. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? I don't believe that either one of those exclusively makes the difference. I think it's the combination of both. I truly believe that. And I'll tell you why. Let's just take the discussion of the distribution model that is network marketing, not regular networking, but specifically network marketing. I was not an advocate of the distribution model. When my partners suggested it for wealth generators, my initial reaction was, all right, you've all lost your mind. We already have FINRA regulation. Now I have state attorney general regulation. You know, the financial sector has clearly some major challenges, but mm. the multi-level marketing sector has even in bigger challenges. Yeah. And my one partner, Ryan, said to me, Annette, in our traditional marketing model, which is extensive advertising, your largest expenses advertising, whether it be television, media, banner ads, whatever, mm-hmm. Where do we get our best clients from? And without question, we get our best clients from current clients. Someone comes in, they like what they see, they like what they're doing, and they bring five people along. Mm -hmm. For that in the past, all they got was, hey, thanks so much. That's great. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that was it. That's what they got. And so I could not argue with facts. And I like facts. I, I like analysis. And when I looked at the numbers, it was true. Our longest standing clients And our most successful relationships came from word of mouth, where someone recommended someone else to something they had a good experience with. Mm. And I think there's a lot to be learned from that, because what I've discovered is that I am now the biggest proponent of this distribution model, simply because it is a support structure that I never accounted for. Mm. I immediately saw it for its problems, as opposed to seeing it for the power that it brings. Anytime someone sets out to do something, it's frightening. I don't care how experienced you are, anything new is frightening. And there's those voices in your head that are gonna tell you you're not qualified, what do you think you're doing, who do you think you are? And it's up to the individual to make themselves strong enough to push those voices away. Sometimes it's your own family, the people that you love the most. I worked for Xerox for 15 years. My mother told all her friends for 15 years I worked for IBM. No amount of discussion would get her to realize I worked for Xerox. Mm -hmm. So the people closest to you at times are putting those negative thoughts into your head. And what I found about networking is that the network is your greatest advocate. They are your greatest support system. They are the ones who pick you up when you're starting to veer off course or when the fears come in. So to have this around you, it just sets the right foundation for the possibility of greater success. Ultimately, success is a variety of things. It's what you do, the actions that you take, how consistent you are, how positive you are, how truthful you are. I think truth and honesty play a huge role in all relationships. I like to say to people all the time, You may not like what I say, but you'll know it's the truth. (laughs) And, you know, different people react differently to that. But as a result of living my life that way, I do have an extensive network of people. And when the time came, and I've also helped a lot of people selflessly, and I don't say that because I want a pat on the back. I say that just because that's the way I am. And I've caught 
a lot of crap over the years for it. Mm. You know, my husband would say to me, have you learned your lesson? You helped this one, you helped that one. I said, it's not my lesson to learn. I did what I th thought was right. What other people do with that is up to them, but I'm going to live according to my standard. And that means that if I have a talent, I'm going to share it. I, I'm blessed to have it. Why wouldn't I share it? I love what you said there. It's not my lesson to learn, you know, and exactly. That's one thing that I've been trying to get people to understand. And there's a great book on this, by the way, if you haven't read it, and I would, I would highly recommend it. It's called Give and Take by Adam Grant. Definitely recommend giving it a read. It's all about basically how givers function, how takers function, how matchers function. He breaks down all of that uh, at the beginning of the book. But that's one thing that I've been trying to get people to understand is when they're talking about being a giver. And they get worried about, you know, well, well if I'm a giver, people are going to take advantage of me. They're going to walk all over me. Some, and you know, sometimes I'm going to, I'm going to give a bunch of things to somebody and they're not going to do anything. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That will happen. If you're willing to give of your time and energy and resources and talents, and you're willfully doing that, you are going to have some takers and some people that uh, have no interest in giving back. They're just going to be leeches and take a bunch from you. And sometimes you just have to be okay with it. Obviously, you don't want them to attach and be there for 10, 15 years sucking the life out of you. That's different. But you can't have the mindset of, I don't want to be a giver because I'm afraid of people taking from me. And I think that you summed it up really, really well by saying that, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not my lesson to learn. You know, I'm I did what I thought was right. And if I have all this knowledge and experience, why not share that with other people? And uh, it's obviously come full circle for you, Annette. And maybe you only have one out of 10 people give back to you. But what that one person does is maybe 100x what you did for those 10 people combined. And so I, I really, really love that. Again, I could talk to you for a lot longer, Annette, about a bunch of different things like this. We're gonna have to move into something I like to call the random round, which is just a few really quick random questions, and then with a few really quick random answers. Are you ready? Yep. This is the random round. Alrighty, what profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? I would say a full social media business, publishing thoughts on a daily basis, not just a blog, but a complete, everything I know, of course, every topic, I think about that a lot. I, I think that that's my retirement plan. Who thinks of a retirement plan in terms of another career? But <laughs> <laughs> If you could sit on a park bench with somebody, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? Napoleon Hill. His writings are by far the most important in my lifetime. And that's because early on, I read Think and Grow Rich. But it was during the worst part of the aftermath that I read the book that was released. And I don't want to get the title wrong. It was it had the word devil in it. But that particular book that was released well after his death, even though he had written it and nobody had access to it, was the second part that helped me come out of that very dark time. Hmm. And that was because early in the 1900s, he went through the same thing. So we think we're going through something so unique only to find that we're not, that this is, this has happened before. Mm. And there are people who are willing to share their story and bring you out of it. So without question, Napoleon Hill, and I can't believe why I keep forgetting the name of that book. We'll find it. We'll find it. We'll probably we'll outwitting the, the devil. I have it. It's right in my drawer outwitting right next to me. It's outwitting the devil saved me. I read it in November of 2014 while we were in the throes of the early creation and just really helped me go forward. How do you like to learn best, Annette? Books, blogs, podcasts? 
I like to read both physical or doing, I tell everybody all the time, I firmly believe I could do anything as long as I have an internet connection. I can, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I can, you know, I, and I will go to the reading first before I go to the video. I typically go to a video when I'm just not comprehending hmm. the skill I'm trying to acquire and it knows no boundaries. I have laid tile, put down patios by myself. I just believe that I can do anything. There are these great, amazing internet angels that are willing to post everything they know about every topic. I reposted chairs off a video online. Truly amazing. <laughs> so with books, besides Outwitting the Devil and besides Think and Grow Rich, what would be one other book that you'd recommend? I do really like Unshakable because it is bold in telling the truth. And it's a truth that's not readily told. And it's told not just by Tony Robbins, but by the financial moguls mm. that are willing to let the veil down a little bit to right. share what the problems are with that sector. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. I wake up somewhere between 6 and 6.30, and I listen to the news for 30 minutes, check my emails, get everything situated, get dressed and out the door, typically getting there to work. If I'm not working from the house that morning, by nine o'clock, but have already addressed, you know, a couple of webinars. We're international, so I have early morning calls with Europe. I have late night calls with other parts of the world. So, and then there's sometimes I mess up the time altogether and I accidentally call someone at three in the morning their time. <laughs> <laughs> so the day is extended yeah. past what's very normal. So, yeah. What? I don't exercise enough. I wish I had. I wish I did, and I wish I made the time for it. But I do try to walk a lot. We'll put that into the morning routine next time I ask. <laughs> <laughs> what is your go-to pump-up song? Pondu Replay by Rihanna. It's one of her early songs. Nobody knew who she was. It's just a great dance song. I love to dance. And from the very first time I heard that song... My kids were shocked. They're like, how did you know this song? You know, you knew it a year before it hit the charts, a year before it became popular. Like, how'd you do that? I said, you know, when you just hear this awesome dance song and you just know from start to finish that's just got the greatest beat. There's lots of other songs that have meaning to me, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. to get me excited or to get me going or get just you, to make me yeah. feel happy, that's it. Get you amped. That's the song. That yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you not very good at, Annette? Putting business aside, it was just one thing that you've tried once that you're like, man, that was horrible. I'm not doing that again. You know, I do a lot of things I don't like still. The accounting legal aspect of our company falls a lot to me because of the background and the regulation. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that the happy part of what I do, right. but I do it anyway. And I think that there's probably something important in that statement oh, as yeah. well, mm -hmm. you know, that you have to unfortunately do the things that you don't like, especially if you're good at them, it's, along with the things that you love. I think that's especially important for my generation. I think a lot of millennials have the tendency to do the find your passion and never do anything you don't like type of a mindset. And uh, I think that what you're saying is is lost on some of them. And so I think it's good for us to hear that a lot, especially, and I'm putting myself in the same boat. I have a lot of things that I don't like doing that I'm good at that I know I should be doing. And so it's always good to hear it. As we get everything kind of wrapped up here, Annette, what is one place where we'll be able to find you the most? Oh, well, Online. I'm pretty mm -hmm. easy to get to, sure. Annette Rayner is my Facebook page. I have Twitter is truly Annette. My email is Annette at wealthgenerators.com. Not very difficult. I field all inquiries and requests. 
Our site is wealthgenerators.com. I'm pretty easy to gain access to. I like meeting with people. I like talking about our company. And, you know, it's one of the things I get yelled at the most for. They're saying, <laughs> well, you're you're letting everybody call you directly. And I just am one of those people who believe that that's just the way it needs to be. And there's times you won't be able to get to everyone, but I will always try my very best to get to everyone. What social media do you think you spend the most time on? I probably spend the most time on Facebook. So on Facebook, that's Annette Rayner, A-N-N-E-T-T-E. And yes. Rainer is R-A-Y-N-O-R. So yes. for all things Annette, head over to Facebook or you can reach out in, on the different social media sites that she just mentioned. But Annette, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had a great time. I could talk to you for another few hours, but unfortunately, we just don't have the time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. It's been awesome. And I will uh, talk to you soon. And for everyone who listened, I appreciate your time and I love sharing my story. So thanks so much. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.